and welcome to The Solve Network. My name is Shane Borza, and I'll be your host. Along with my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we'd like to welcome you. Our mission is to provide solutions and create a network of experts for you to learn from. Now, this show is a little different than most podcasts, as it is actually a live call held twice a month. If you can, please join us on the first and third Thursday of each month so you can get your questions answered live and direct from the experts themselves. If you're an expert, please contact me at shaneborza.com so you can be a part of the network. And now, here's our show. Scene one, Apple, take one. Hi, I'm Shane Borza, your content creator coach. I have two books on filmmaking, Film Notes, where you learn to write, direct, and produce, and the Film Notes Workbook, where you can learn checklists and paperwork to streamline creating your content. Available at shaneborza.com. I also have filmmaker resources like the Paperwork Bundle with over 300 documents, the Sound Effects Bundle with almost 3,000 files, and the Music Bundle featuring 900 tracks of all genres. Want to build your professional credits? Become an associate producer and get listed on IMDb. Let me help you get your art out into the world. Scene one, Apple, take one. So you mentioned your podcast, and I I neglected to talk about that when I introduced you. So I wanted to ask what your, because it, it's called the Max Potential Habits podcast, and as you just mentioned, you ask all your guests for their three max potential habits on every show. So I'm just curious if you can maybe tell us the story of where the idea of that as kind of a message came from, like why people's top three habits, why max potential habits, if you were going to have any kind of a podcast or any kind of a show, why, why was it that? I love, I love that you're asking this because I'm actually renaming it in the few, in, in 2021 <laughs> and I'm not doing interviews anymore. And this is the fun part of pivoting in businesses, right? So like for me, when I started Max Potential Habits, and I, I had recently before that started a, a co-hosted podcast with, with someone and it was really fun, but we decided like, oh, we've got so much other momentum going in our businesses. If we're not going to monetize it, let's drop it. So we did about, I don't know, 20 episodes. And then, but it was great because it taught me the basic fundamentals of doing a podcast. I stepped into Max Potential Habits. And the reason was because for me at the time, I was having so many behavioral shifts from shifting my habits. And I was so focused on mindset and habits that it made sense. I thought, what is the core principle of outcomes for people? And it's habits right? Your mindset is a habit. Your thoughts are a habit. Your outcomes are a habit. So I thought, what's the, I always love to help people get from point A to point Z the fastest possible. So I go, we got to break down your habits. We got to look at what are your habitual thoughts that are keeping you stuck? What are your habitual actions that are keeping you stuck? What are your habitual feelings that are keeping you stuck? You know, and if we can break that down, you can become incredibly excellent by shifting your habits. So to me, habits are the core of all success. And so uh, that's why I named it that. And, and I was really intrigued by learning about other people's success habits. You know, I was like, what, what is it that wealthy people do? What is it that healthy people do? What is it that amazing relationship couples do? What is it, you know, like, I just was like, I want to dig into this and understand. And so for me, it was like a fun research project. And then, and then sharing that with my community that, you know, they were into it and enjoying it. So I went with it. 
Nice. Well, I'll, I'll come back at the end. Remind me to, since it's almost 2021, you can talk yeah. about your new direction. But I wanted to go back. You mentioned the Atomic Habits book, and I'm curious if you have any other books or resources that you really recommend, whether it's specifically about habits or, or anything else. Oh, there's so many good ones. I mean, if are people going to be watching this or just listening? So, so we send the audio out to our network, but then we put the videos up on YouTube. So they'll, oh, cool. they'll be able okay. to Okay. So for the people watching, it's like, you can only see this section, but I have like thousands. I love books, love, love, love books. I have tons of audibles. Like I am like constantly learning. So books are my jam and they've changed my life. Like I, I think it's so incredibly powerful how you can take a book to bed with you every night and spend eight hours with it and it, one thought in that book can completely transform your entire universe. And so to me, books are like my love affair. <laughs> I is like, I'm such a nerd in this way. So um, habits wise, Atomic Habits is an incredibly powerful book. Um, in order to change my money mindset, one that really impacted me in the beginning of this research and, and process of shifting my money mindset was Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. Oh, super easy read and life altering. If you read that book once a year, if you read that book once a month, if you're trying to change your money mindset, you will you won't be the same person after one read even. So really powerful book. Um, it, one of the first books I read on this journey was uh, Dark Side of the Light Chasers. And this is Debbie Ford. And she is the person who mainstreamed the term shadow work, which is a Jungian, Carl Jungian philosophy um, about embracing all parts of ourselves. And so all of my work is about this. You know, like one of my all-time favorite quotes is from Carl Jung, which is, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will run your life and you will call it fate. And it's like it's, her work is all embedded in that. And everything I do is about that is helping people understand what's underneath so that they can get the outcomes they want because they're, they're shifting their unconscious to their conscious. So that book is life altering. Um, yeah, I could, I mean, I could keep going and going and going, but those are three incredible reads. Uh, yeah, that, th those are, those are great. The uh, other two, I, I both heard of them, but, um, I, but I, I'm not read them or, or, or kind of uh, know much about them. So that's, that's really great. And uh, I guess as a follow-up, you mentioned the secrets of the millionaire mind, you know, uh, have you actually read that annually or monthly? Oh yeah. I read it a lot when, I mean, if you look at my copy, it's just like written all over. And then it was interesting because I am, so I'll, I'll just say it now. So my direction, I think I'm going to go with my podcast is it's going to be NFA money instead of NFA coaching. And the podcast is going to be max potential money. And I do a lot of money work with people. So a lot of my clients, I always take them through money stories, unconscious beliefs, shifting their money beliefs. And it's a big, the reason I love to work on money with people is because I, as I said earlier, it's such a tangible way to see what's going on in your inner world. And it's funny when I go back to look at that, I mean, I've only, this is my second year in business. So I've done a lot in the last two years. Like I went from food stamps to six figures in my first year of business. And then, you know, just rapid proliferation of, ex of expanding my network and all those things. And when I went back to read it this year, I was like, wow, this book informed me so powerfully. Like so much of that work is shows up in my courses and with my coaching. And it's, it was really cool to see how, how much of an impact that book made on my money mindset. 
So yes. And I look, I use it. I look at it all. It, you know, it's like one of my favorite go-to books for, for shifting energies. I mean, I've, I've, I've really adopted the principles so powerfully that I don't like when I read it, I'm like, got it, got it, got it, got it. But it's, it's one of my number one books that I recommend to my new clients to help them shift. And it, it has massive results every time. I'm going to remind the other people on the call, if they'd like to jump in with any thoughts or questions, please do. And while you're uh, thinking about that, I'm going to ask you, you, you mentioned changing the name and the focus of, of the business, the podcast, and, and uh, you also uh coined this new phrase, competing commitments, which is really a great concept and title. But I'm curious, can you talk about how you have kind of embraced this flexibility even in yourself and in your business over the last two years? Yeah, uh, it's so fun. To me, branding and marketing is one of the most fun parts of business building. I had no idea that when I started building a business that how I, I I knew that if I was going to be successful, I had to learn marketing and I didn't know how much I was going to love it. And when I see businesses struggling, I often go, well, what do you know about marketing and, and do you treat your business like a business? The hard part for a lot of entrepreneurs, especially service minded entrepreneurs is they undercharge and they don't know how to run their business and they're not willing to dive deep into that aspect. Right. And for me, I go, your business is a spiritual path that is going to transform the world and you've got to treat it like a business. It can't just be like willy nilly and undercharging because you'll never make it. And then your message won't get out to the world. And so for me, I've loved to play with transformations of my business as I get information downloads from the universe of directions to go. So for me, like I'm saying, when I'm in flow, things open doors of opportunity open to me without me really feeling like I'm doing the work. You know, so it's like I'm putting daily action into my business, but then these new doors of opportunity will open and they guide me in a direction. And then when I shift in my mindset in a new direction and all of these things come my way, I'm like validated by the universe to go like, oh, this is the right choice. <laughs> and so for me, I've been, I've had a lot of um, clear, you know, working with coaches, my like coaches I get to work with to build my business, helping me know to focus on one thing, you know, so people get, one of the things for new business owners as well as shiny object syndrome and information overload. And, you know, then we get pro into procrastination and fear and doubt because we aren't, we're, we have too many things going on, which then causes us to not have a focused attention. And it sends a confusing signal out to your clients and customers or people that you want to serve. And then people aren't really sure where you're going. And so for me, it's just been narrowing, 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 and getting really clear and going like, oh, yeah, I'm a law of attraction manifestation, which all those things lead to money, right? And I love thinking about money as a value exchange. And people have so many wounds around money, and they have so much shame around money. I don't care if you're very, super poor or super rich. Everyone has money blocks. I've never met a person who doesn't. And so to me, it's one of those places that I can help the world reduce shame and fear and doubt and guilt and raise up to a different level to step into their zone of genius and attract so much money their way that they feel like completely different people. So I know one of the other things you do is you have the Mindset Church. Yeah, yeah. So I'd love to have you introduce that to people and talk about what it is and, and why you offer that. 
Yeah. Similarly. So I always wanted to have an offer to people that was low cost and where they could plug in every week. And I loved, I, 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 uh, so my fundamentalist Christianity upbringing shaped my brain in a lot of ways that was really challenging in terms of black and white thinking, because it was very rule oriented and very black and white and very like, this is wrong. This is right. This is bad. This is good. There's no in between. So, but I loved the ritual of going to church every week and I loved having community and tradition and all this thing. So, you know, as I've, I've changed, I've been always been willing to change names of company things that I've put out there and I've changed this name a few times and mindset church is like, ah, oh, yes, a meeting place on a regular basis for people to come and feel that they're involved in a community of like-minded people who all want to go to the same place. And, and so entrepreneurs want connection. They want a re weekly reset. They want inspiration. They want tips and tools on how to scale. And it's just really fun to come together and think of it like, oh, my weekly church setting <laughs> where I get to up level my mindset, learn money and manifestation tips with other entrepreneurs who are driven just like me to build a business that they love. So that, yeah, that's how mindset church came up. <laughs> so if someone's interested in that, whether joining the community, finding out more about it, you know, how would somebody go about kind of pursuing that or getting in touch with you yeah. so they can they, I'd say actually they could start with biz mindset quiz because that will lead that will lead them to mindset church so biz mindset quiz is a fun way to see which which mindset villains are keeping you stuck um, they could also just go straight to nfamindsetchurch.com and there's a free trial and they can test it out and see if it's something that works for them. And I love that part too, because I know some people go like, I don't know Amanda very well. I don't know what this is going to be like. And I always want to let people try things out before they jump in and, and be, because I want people there that want to be there and that aren't like feeling resentful that they paid the money and all those things. So I'm really clear on how I attract people to that. And I go like, I want you there if it's the right fit. And so I like to give the free trial. And I mean, it's a really cool crew of people that and it's small and growing. And that's one of my big 2021 missions and quests and visions is to grow that into a much larger community. So I know that you have been traveling and having some adventures this year, and I'm curious if you have any recommendations or thoughts on how people can also be flexible in like, oh, I, I want to go somewhere, I want to do something, and yet still maintain the ability to feel like, oh, I'm I'm handling all that like uh, marketing that you mentioned earlier, or you know, I'm communicating on a regular basis, I'm, I'm maintaining the clients I have, and and yet. I still have the ability to take a trip or go somewhere or, you know, work off the laptop or something like that, as opposed yeah. to that kind of entrepreneurial, uh, I think, uh, belief that most people have, which is I just got to sit at the desk, lock myself down and just grind it out and everything else can't happen until whatever the success is. And then maybe I can take a trip later or something like that. So yeah. what would you say to people so that they could kind of, you know, embrace both or be flexible and allow themselves to work and have some of those resets and things in their life. 
Yeah, that's such a great question. And it ties back so well to the beginning of our conversation where we're talking about, about your outer world being a reflection of your inner world. And again, that's a competing commitment, right? Like if you believe that you can't have freedom by building your business, but you want to have a really successful, fun business, that's a competing commitment. So if you go like, I'm not allowed to go on vacation because my business will fail. Why would you want to be building a prison for yourself? So I always help people go, okay, let's build your business around joy, freedom, abundance, flow, which means how do you want to structure your day and your life in that being way of identity of going, I'm a highly paid entrepreneur who loves what they do and has ultimate freedom to travel where I want as I impact the world. So I had designed my entire business around that. I go, okay, it's be, do, have, not have, do, be. So it's not, oh, when I build a successful business, then I'll be a happy entrepreneur who gets to go on trips. It's I'm a happy entrepreneur who goes on trips and then the success follows because of magnetism and the law of attraction, right? So if you want to manifest what you say you want to manifest, you start being it before you see the results of it. So you start being the entrepreneur who takes the trips. You start trusting the universe to bring you what you want. It's been so fun, Shane, to watch how this happens. Like I'll just go... I want to go on a trip. Okay. I'll schedule the trip. And then the same day I'll get a client to pay for the trip, like out of the ether. And it's just like, how cool is that? And it's because I'm aligned and I go, I'm an entrepreneur who travels. I enjoy traveling. And then I get a client to pay for the trip. Right. And then I get to serve the world and pay for my fun. It's a beautiful exchange of, of equivalent exchange between me and that person. And then I'm doing exactly what I love. So I'd say for people who get stuck in that, like, you know, you can't escape a prison if you don't know you're in one. Uh, her, that, Vernon Howard said that. So you can't escape a prison if you don't know you're in one. Don't create your business to be a prison. If you're doing that, you want to rethink it. You know, like it's a belief that you have to work your butt off every single day for 18 hours a day to be successful in business. Yes, I, I have put in a lot of time and energy in my first year of business, you know, going for, to six figures in one year. I definitely put work and energy in, but I was also very conscious of enjoying what I was doing. I wasn't killing myself and, you know, getting sick and unhappy and frustrated. I even in the middle that I moved, I had a relationship breakup that was in the works for years, (laughs) you know? So it was like all of the things in my life started to align to keep me moving in that direction of like six figure business. And this year I've revamped a lot because exactly what you're saying. I went like, okay, do I want to keep working at this level? So again, it's, it's everyone being self-reflective to go, what's working in my business and what's not. And is this the road I want to go down? Um, I do a quote of the week every week, which I'm so excited next year. I'm going to put it on my podcast every week. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's called quote of the week. And right now it just goes on YouTube on my NFA coaching channel. Um, but it was a quote, I'm going to find it because it's such a great quote and I don't want to misquote it. And I have so many quotes in my brain right now, (laughs) but it's a similar one to this. And, and it really, it really resonates with what you're talking about, which is, let's see. While you're looking for that, I want to, who said that you can't escape a prison if you don't know you're in one, someone Howard, um, Vernon Howard. Yeah. Vernon Howard. Thank you. Yes. Let's see. So I'm going to look. There we go. Okay. Uh, Kenichi Omei said, rowing harder doesn't help if the boat is headed in the wrong direction. 
like I read that quote, I'm like, that is just brilliance because a lot of us do this. We like row, 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 work hard, work hard, work hard. We get to the destination. We're like, God, I don't even like what I built. And, but what it takes there is you having constant awareness and self-reflective mindfulness to go like, I think it's fun to try things out in your business. I've done a lot of experimentation in my business and every month I refine and I go like, is this bringing me joy or is it not? If it's not, I automate, I delegate or I drop, right? So those are your three choices. If it's not in alignment and it's not bringing you joy, it means it's causing you to be repellent and it's pushing away success in your business. So I always want to be redirecting my boat toward alignment of freedom and whatever freedom means to me. And that's going to mean something different to everybody. But you want to know what is it that makes me feel free in my business? What is it that I really want to be creating? What am I rowing toward? And if I'm a little off, that's okay. Redirect redirect, redirect, because you're going to experiment, especially in a startup phase. You're going to go like, oh, I'm going to try this and see if I like it, but then don't keep doing it if you don't like it. If you do like it and it's having a good ROI, do more of that. And then you're rowing your boat in the right direction. Yeah, that's great. And I also would like that person that said the rowing uh, name. I hadn't heard yeah, it. Here, heard I'll, it yeah, I hadn't either. He's actually an organizational theorist out of, I think he's either, let me, I'm going to look him up because he's, su it's such a cool quote. And I'm like, I was very intrigued by him and what he talks about. And he's, his name is Kenichi Omei. And he is, I'll give you just a little background. He's, um, is Japanese organizational theorist, theorist and management consultant and a professor. So like he does, you know, he, he works with people on organizational change and things like that. And I was like, what a powerhouse quote, like, and, and it's interesting how many of us do this. And I've done it in my life too. And again, it's that it's just for self-reflective awareness of constantly checking in with yourself. So I do a journaling practice every day. There's what, there's a template on my website. If they go to my website, they'll find the journaling template on my um, podcast page, just a free download. And it's awesome because like, I just go, okay, it's simplest questions. What's working? What's not? What's working? Add more. What's not working? Drop, automate or delegate. Like it's such a simple question, but if we don't take the time to stop rowing so hard in the wrong direction, we're, we're going to get there and go like, crap, this isn't where I wanted to go. And for some people, this is like a lifelong quest. You know, I know people I've worked with clients before who, you know, their parents told them they should be a lawyer. So they worked their buns off for years and years to be a lawyer. Then they build a practice and they don't like any of it. They're like, I didn't even ever want to be a lawyer. That's a very good example of rowing in the wrong, wrong direction. Same thing in your business. Like we have a lot of advice coming from all kinds of people in the business arena. And it's some con somewhat contradictory, right? Like one person will tell you do Facebook ads and another person will tell you never do Facebook ads. And I mean, that's just one simple example, but there's so much contradictory information. And it's not that because any of it's wrong or right, do what works for you. You've got to know you and do what works for you because that's when you step into your fullest magnetism. When you're living in your zone of genius, you will know because things will be in flow and you will feel good and you will be spontaneously inspired. You never procrastinate when you're in your zone of genius. You get up, like no one has to get me up in the morning to read a book. 
I love reading. No one has to get me up in the morning. Like you didn't have to beg me to be here tonight. I'm like coming because I love to speak and I love to talk to people. You know, like I love coaching. And I just go like, yes, more, 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 more. And then if I have an aspect of my business I don't like, I always know because I'll start to feel a little tired or I'll feel a little off or something doesn't flow well. Like the money won't flow in an area. And I'll be like, hmm, what's off here? Something's off. And then I, I reflect and I go like, Okay. And maybe it's just a slight tweak. It might be the time of day that I'm doing the group coaching that needs to shift. It might not be that I drop the whole thing. Similar to my podcast, I started to realize like, okay, I've done, I have done 85 interviews over the last year and a half. And I don't want to do interviews anymore. I want to now go on other people's podcasts to speak. And I want to use my time for that. And so it was just a pivot. And it's not like, oh, I don't want to drop my entire podcast because I enjoy podcasting and sharing free information with the world, but I'm making a slight pivot. And so it's not always like, oh, I've got to change everything and blow it all up, but just get to know yourself well enough and ask. I mean, I think it's a cool quote to align your life by where you could go, hey, is my boat rowing in the right direction this week? <laughs> and if it's not, make a slight adjustment. And if it is, keep rowing. Yeah, I think that you're talking about the automate, delegate, or drop is really helpful to people. And yeah, I would really recommend that people do some version of kind of revisiting and reviewing things. So one of the things I like to tell people to do is to like a, do a 30 day challenge. You know, it's like, what, what's the new thing you're gonna do, you know, in uh, December? Okay, did it work? Great, maybe that now becomes a normal part of your life and it doesn't need to be the new thing. Uh, if it's not helpful, then stop doing it, but you know, it's real easy to do things in kind of those ways. I think, you know, I'm gonna do something for a week. I'm gonna do something for a month. I'm gonna do something for a quarter. And when you start doing these random, like when you were talking earlier about how, you know, it takes like 21 to 66 days, you know, 66 days is a weird number, you know? Um, it's easy to say, I think in terms, of, especially business people, you know, they're used to doing things quarterly, monthly or quarterly, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so I just find it, it's, it's easiest to plug it into ways, like you said, that makes sense to them. You know, like, okay, how do you look at things? How do you like to schedule things? Do you like to think in terms of weeks, months, or quarters? And then once you kind of know that, then you go, great, let's take this and plug it into the system you already have, or maybe that you use in a different part of your life. That way there's some familiarity and they can go, oh, this thing that you're suggesting is just like the thing I do over here. I yeah. never thought of like, combining them together, so to speak, you know, in the chocolate, yeah. the peanut butter or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. So I'm just, uh, before we start wrapping up, I just wanted to ask you, is that automate, delegate, drop something that you use a lot? Is that something you created yourself? Is that something you found in some of your training? You know, where did that come from and how do you employ that when you work with people? Um, I wouldn't say I found it anywhere. I mean, it's definitely something you hear in business coaching world, uh, or I, I can't say who I heard it from initially, but it's definitely like one of those things. My brain is always going toward what's the most efficient, effective system to get from A to B the fastest possible. And it, I align my entire life and business by least effort, most reward, maximum fun, right? So anything that I'm not enjoying, I need to drop or automate or delegate. Because I know that the highest frequency resonance for attracting what I want is when I'm in a state of joy, right? When I'm loving what I'm doing, when I feel joy, that's when I'm going to be the most attractive. And that's when I need to put the least effort into my business to have the most reward. 
right? So like the law of attraction works beautifully and amazingly in magnetism when you're in alignment. And I know that. So I go, anytime I'm not feeling good, I've got to drop, automate, or delegate. So because, for example, uh, if you're building a business, you can't drop your bookkeeping. You don't want to drop your bookkeeping or you're going to have some issues, right? So you go like, okay, is could somebody do this job for me at a $25 an hour level? And, you know, what's your hourly rate first? Look at that and go like, okay, if my hourly rate is... Let, let's just use a random number, $350 an hour, $500 an hour, but you could hire someone to do your bookkeeping for $25 an hour and you don't enjoy it, do it immediately. <laughs> you know, So you always want to be thinking, what are all the tasks I can delegate away that are not bringing me joy so you can live in your zone of genius? And I, and I want everyone here to start committing to themselves. I am committed to living in my zone of genius as much as possible until I can get to 100%. Because if you're living in your zone of genius at 100%, you are an attractor magnet for everything you want to create. So I know this and I go, okay, so everything that I'm not enjoying, is it droppable? Or is it something I need a better system for that can be automated? Or is it something that someone else can do way better? I have an incredible, amazing bookkeeper. She loves bookkeeping and she's awesome. I don't, I, I, I want to know my numbers because I'm very highly responsible with my money, but I don't want to do the data entry and do all that. She loves it. And so I, I'm affirming her gifts in the world while I get to do mine. And so, you know, anyone who's listening, people get really scared of delegation because they sometimes think it costs them money. If you're delegating properly, it will always make you money. Always. You know, so you always want to be thinking, and most people wait too long to delegate. They do things that make them miserable. They feel stuck and frustrated and then they want to give up in their business. But really, if they could just do some reorganization, then they would have free up time to do the things they love and then they would attract more business their way. And then everything starts to flow in a really amazing, abundant filled way in terms of automation. Um, uh, James Clear, I love one of his quote. He says, we don't rise to the level of our goals. We fall to the level of our systems. So if you don't have systems in place, goals are hard to achieve. And automation is one of those systems. So like you want to be looking for every possible thing you can automate. You know, uh, how can you duplicate yourself? How can you create passive streams of income through automated systems? How can you have a, a, a routine daily that's on autopilot? I think of your daily routine as an automated system so that you don't have to think about it. I was, I was joking with, I have this, I'm date, I'm in the dating world now. And I have this person who I'm like, Oh my God, I'm certain he's my life partner. Cause he's just awesome. And we were talking the other day about moving in together and you know, he has a, like, we, we were like, Ooh, let's do like a really cool wealth building strategy where we live together, even though his house is small and, you know, just so we save a whole bunch of money for a while and like build our wealth. And, and so I was like, well, maybe then I could play out my daydream <laughs> of having five of the same exact outfits and wear those every single day because it's an automated system. <laughs> like sometimes I just the extra time in the morning of deciding what to wear and dealing with all that. I'm like, how cool would it be just to have like one awesome black shirt that I love wear it five of that five, you know, get five of them. And then I only, I barely have a tiny closet who cares. And, and, and that's how my brain thinks. Cause I always go like automated system. What brings me joy? 
clearly if it was in my highest value to like love clothes, that wouldn't be an automated system that I would want to install. But for me, one of my highest values is learning and teaching and helping people get from point A to Z as fast as possible. So anywhere where I can buy time and efficiency is a really high value for me. You know, so I go like, my food is automated. My the, my clothes are pretty automated. My daily routine is automated. My email system is automated. My, you know, like everything I can possibly do is very automated. And and, and you'll notice the places where I'm not automated, I, I struggle with a little bit more, like like checking my social media consistently because my my assistant does most of my social media, but I always do my direct, my DMs and my comments. And so, you know, it takes me longer because I can't automate that. All right. I choose not to automate that to someone else because I want to have that personal touch with my people. Yeah, that, that, that's great. I'm really glad that you went into a little more detail around each one of those things. I, I really like the thought of having that because a lot of people, successful people talk about having a morning routine and evening routine, you know, framing your day, you know, you, you, you just wake up and, and it, it's also very, I, I think, comforting and soothing to kind of know like, oh, I'm going to wake up and do the thing that I do. And, and then at the yeah. end of the day, I'm going to, you know, cause it's, it's hard to kind of maintain control over all the things in your day. The day is going to do whatever it's going to do. People are going to show up. They're not, it's going to work out. It's not. But if you can have that beginning and end be like, it's almost like a little blanket or a little hug, like, okay. But, but I've never thought of it or heard anyone refer to it as an automated system. And I really like that idea of kind of framing it into uh, like you were talking about earlier with overwhelm, you know, but removing some of these decisions so you don't have all that that fatigue because yeah. you can just wake up and and it's all just going to happen automatically. So um, I think that's really great. Thank you. Yeah, I love that you said that decision fatigue. It's such a big one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, yes. <laughs> I would, I, I'm, I, I know you have varied routines that, that bring you joy. And this is the thing too, when I say this, thank you for being here, Carrie. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm always playing with these things. And I think you do this too. You know, when you, I had you on my show, I, you know, you, you talked a lot about what brings you joy and spontaneity and fun. And that's the thing. Like for me, this is what works for me. And it brings me joy because it's in my value system for someone who loves freedom and play and flow. And, and, and like, they're not going to want to have that kind of an automated system, but to be a successful entrepreneur, they're going to need to figure out how to, allow spontaneity while building a successful business that takes some flow and regularity and rhythm. You know, so it's like always thus then linking our values and going like, okay, I love freedom and flow. So knowing that as I narrow my focus, I expand my freedom, I'm going to automate. So I have the freedom and flow and joy that I get to experience that I want to experience. Uh, I really love what you just said, narrow your focus and expand your freedom. I think that's that's, uh, that's really great. So I, I must admit, I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been very excited to turn the tables on you and ask you what your max potential habits are, if nice. you could tell us. Yeah. How many do you want? <laughs> well, I don't want to limit you to three because that's, I, I don't want to step exactly on your line, but, uh, yeah. but so I'd say just leave it open and whatever comes to, you know, if it's one, if it's five, you know, what, what would you say that, you know, they are just off the top of your head? 
Yeah, absolute number one is self, is working on self mastery every single day of your life. Like I, I would not be where I am if I didn't be start to want to become a master of myself and pursue it with inspired fire every day of my life. I mean, people ask me all the time how I've changed so much so quickly and how I've had such great results. It's one, it's doing what it takes to become a master of myself. And I don't, I'm not saying I am a master of myself. I'm saying the process of a lifetime that is working toward like uh, the never ending growth of learning how my brain works, learning what, what makes me thrive, learning how to feel aligned, learning how to feel blissful and successful and good in my being. That's my ultimate freedom and my ultimate quest. So, you know, my number one habit by far is always self mastery. It helps with your relationships. It helps with your money. It helps with your business. It helps be a better parent. It helps you with every single thing you do because your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. So if you're in inner world is aligned and in check and in balance, everything else follows from there. So I'd say if I only have one habit to tell people, I would tell them that. The other cool thing about self-mastery is it takes into account exercise, daily routine, meditation, journaling, you know, so it's like, those are habits that I, that I include in that. So every single day I read and learn something. I, and, and sometimes it's audible or sometimes it's YouTube, but almost, you know, it's like learning something new every single day that has to do with self-mastery. Number one, by far, you know, I meditate. I, I can't say every single day, but I meditate very regularly. I journal almost every day. I exercise four to five days a week. I, you know, like I am very interested in optimizing myself in, in the physical, spiritual, mental health realms. So I'd say that's number one by far, um, which just incorporated a lot. <laughs> so there are at least five or six habits in there. Um, Number two, well, and I'll also say that that's also my, you know, it's mindset, right? Like I'm mastering my mindset to shift my reality. So I'm always working to be conscious of my responses and my actions and my decisions and my feelings. And I'm, I'm, oh, I'm looking at like, what's the feedback that I'm getting from the universe? If something's stuck and I'm not getting the results I want, where do I need to change something up here? And that's the first place I go. So that's like, my key formula to all of life. And it's how I help all my clients is that number one habit. Um, it's, it's interesting because that tied so many in. I'm, I'm thinking of other ones like business habits. It's showing up every day consistently and persevering, you know, like going, I, uh, uh, well, and, and behind that is living in your zone of genius, like doing exactly what you love and loving what you do because everything also stems from there. You know, you go, I live in my zone of genius, which causes me the result of living in my zone of genius is that I show up every single day to do what I love. I don't ever feel like, Oh, I'm dreading working. I unplug sometimes, you know, like I took an unplug over on Thursday and Friday. And so it's like, of course I need unplugs sometimes from my computer. Like I'm on zoom a lot and all that stuff, but like I have like a couple day unplug and I can't wait to get back to what I'm doing, you know, and I stay up at night with insomnia, sometimes so excited about what I'm doing. And it's just like, I just, I love what I'm doing. So when you live a life, doing what you love every day feels like a vacation. Why wouldn't we all want that? You know, so I'd say that habit is learn and discover what is your highest value, genius juice path that gets you up excited, inspired, on fire, alive, because again, all of your success will flow from there. And, and you won't even think about the obstacles, because those are all things that are teaching you and stepping stones to get you where you want to go.
Um, so that it, and it ties to self-mastery, which, cause it's knowing yourself really well again. So I would say self-mastery is huge. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I could give other very practical habits, but to me, everything stems from those two. I really like the idea of those as like more uh, concept answers as opposed to, because like you said, they're, they're multi-layered and multifaceted and overlapping and everything, but, but really everything could go back to those two things. So that's really great. Yeah. Yeah. So we're almost at time. I'm going to ask the, the final thing. I always like to give everyone a chance to have a spotlight. So if, if people wanted to learn more about you, if people wanted to work with you, you know, where can they go? How can they get a hold of you? Where can they follow you? everything they can find everything at nfacoaching.com so nfacoaching.com um i've got that there's links to podcasts there youtube all my social media handles are at nfacoaching um there's a free business mindset quiz like i said there's other free resources um all kinds of good stuff there that they can they, they can access there i would definitely the biz mindset quiz is fun and playful it's it's which mindset villain is hold which business building mindset villain is holding you back from scaling your business and it's the patterns that i found across the board of working with a whole bunch of different entrepreneurs in different industries the top five things that hold people back and, and you know i i, I think of it as competing commitments, but then you'll, you'll discover which one is, is the main one that's holding you back. So that's a fun quiz to take. Awesome. Thank you. Well, I'll make sure to put a separate link to that so people can find, find that easily. And uh, as I mentioned, I'll be sending out the notes and the recordings to everybody next week. And then we'll, we'll start dripping out some of this content so people can see some of these answers and, and some of these sections, because we talked a lot about it uh, a lot of different things. Yeah. So uh, as we come to a close, I would just like to thank everyone for joining us on the call. And if you're listening to this later and you'd like to join on the next live call, we have uh, Kari coming up as our final guest expert of the year. And as a reminder, next year, we will be continuing our schedule, which is to have a new guest expert call on the first and third Thursday of every month. So if you'd like to join us and speak directly one-on-one -on -one to a guest expert, please let us know. We'll get you on the mailing list. And if you know of anyone that would be a great guest expert themselves, we'd love to have them come on so that we can start booking out 2021. And Dr. Amanda, before we finish, I'll have you stay on the call for a few minutes. But for everyone else, thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to seeing you on the next call. And thank you so much for joining the Solid Network. Have a great evening. Hi, I'm Shane Borza, a climber, creator, and coach. And I want you to build the skill of health and fitness. My new course is a priceless gift to you, and it's available exclusively on PonoQuest.com. That's P-O-N-O-Quest.com. Build the Skill is a minimalistic, functional, real-world fitness program which can help you to move better and get stronger faster. I can't wait for you to check it out. And when you do, please let me know how it helps you. That's build the skill at PonoQuest.com. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Solve Network. As a reminder, these calls are held live on the first and third Thursday of each month. If you'd like to join us as either a listener or guest expert, please contact me at shaneborza.com. On behalf of my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we're glad you are a part of the network and hope you are finding solutions. If you need solutions, 
please reach out.